Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour Father's Day edition. We're all fathers here. We're going to have some fun this week. This week's episode is all about who is your daddy and what does he do. We're going to talk about our players that have been daddies for our team, using daddy as a good term. And we're going to talk about players that have, you know, haven't been a good daddy. It's like when you get socks for Father's Day. We're going to talk about the players that haven't been good on our teams. And they've been they've been bad daddies, but not in a good way. If you're following along, if you know what, if you know, <laughs> you know, if you know, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, we were off last week. So Tyler was up north visiting his, his parents. What do they have a lake house like Keanu Reeves up there? No, magic, they have magic mailbox. They have a like a that was a lake house, like right? a park, like mailbox. a park model home. It, it's it's almost like a trailer home, but it's uh, like a modular made, like made, eight mile. It's no, it's, it's fancy. I mean, it looks like a legit house. He went up there to get so. mom's spaghetti. Apparently, it yeah. it was awesome. It was He's a good breathing time. Heavy. I I miss hanging out by the fires, but uh, yeah, we're back. Yes, we are back. We've got a bunch of news to go over. We're going to talk about daddies on Father's Day, but first, I want to know how your Father's Day was. We'll start with Tyler. He's got the most kids, so we'll start with him first. <laughs> My Fair. Father's Day was really good. Um, yeah, went to a fish fry, but I want to talk about what I did last night. And last night, oh boy, I am not good with uh with cock in my hand because I was in the bathroom all night, you know, doing my shower. I had to redo the cock in my shower, and I'm just I'm clumsy with cock. Like it's all like I got it all over my hands. I didn't realize how messy cock was. But all right, all right, I I'm think just, you're pronouncing it wrong, it's and cult. the Jersey accent will come in and play here. Cock. Yeah, that's C-A- how you guys say C A U L. I thought you had a chicken in your house. That's how that's how you guys say it, right? That's cock. just your New Jersey accent. Cock. In Minnesota, like we walk. call it cock. Walk. That's why I said cock. cock. Yeah, we yeah, we so had, talk to me about the messy call. I thought you were uh, you Macaulay call listing so, your your Pornhub. So here I am, you know, looking at videos like why are there cock guns so messy? And I'm like, okay, now I get it. Now I get it because took second, too much off the tip. The second, yeah, I mean, the second that Be stuff sure starts to slide to leak, the nail in afterwards. Yep. Yes, and Ow. the weird thing is, like, slow that's, drag. It, it's almost like something that just takes over your body. Like, it got on tip my fingers, and all of a sudden I look, it's all over my hands. Then all of a sudden I look again, it's all over my shirt, my shorts. I'm I like, hate it when that happens. It, oh my god, it, like cock was all over. It was insane. Yeah, for people who you know. I feel for you. I mean, the first time I caulked something, yes, so, it was a big white mess, sticky everywhere. Um, we're going to get a review. You know, this, I, I got I got 100%. more experience I as I went through. I did the clear caulk. That seems to work a little bit better. Oh, for the me. ghost caulk's white. I use the silicone. Clear. Yeah, uh, I, I use that's silicone. what that's that's what I feel like. I did. I use it. I don't know what I use, but, but the trick is not to cut too much off the top. I yes. you know if just if the you tip. give them a full circumcision, you're done. But yeah, my my shower looks great, and that's what I did uh, yesterday. I did it nice. late, and uh, yeah, shower looks awesome. And yeah, I just I can't people who deal with cock for a living, good on you because it gets messy. 
Yeah, you got to be a professional clock handler at times, I tell you. Uh, shout out to those folks. Yeah, well, you know while you Tyler caught the night away, um, today was great. I hung out on the beach uh, with the fam, same as last week, grilled. Had some sausage and peppers going, some burgers. Beautiful day, 85 and sunny here at the Jersey Shore. Can't complain. Did a bunch of Scott Fishbowl mock drafts. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, getting ready for my my live Philly draft in a, a couple weeks. So, uh, very excited about that. Yeah, nice. I uh, the, the wife and kids took me up to Gillette Stadium, and we went to lunch at Citizen Crust. Uh, which is a pizza. They've got all sorts of stuff. Cool place. First time I've ever been. I've been wanting to go for a while because it got high, uh, good recommendations. So we went there. I do have an issue though, Tyler, because you're the first one that ever told me about Crumble Cookie. Uh, didn't realize they're closed on Sundays. I would have liked to experience it today, but they is were that closed. like a Chick Fil A thing. Yep, they're closed on Sundays. Now it says on their website they... it's all about family, not about religious religious regions. I don't know if I believe it, but they're closed on Sundays, which to me it's... is asinine because. They're inside of well, they're right outside of Gillette Stadium. There'll be game days on Sundays, and they would kill it. They would it kill is it. honestly because they need to refresh the they need to refresh the menu. Like they they change the cookies up every week, and Sundays they're kind of like okay, like seven seven p.m. hits here Central Time, and you look on the app, there's a new lineup, and that's what my son like. I like to look at the new. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And it's yeah. ridiculous. But anyway, hey, to each their own. I would have loved to experience it. Maybe I'll just have to have some when I come and visit you next month, Tyler. You know, uh, when the new guy on the block, Doug, you know, you, you can't, even if they are the underdog of cookie companies, like they're going up against a lot of competition. I still think that Crumble is pretty good. Yeah. Hopefully their business doesn't crumble because it's not open on Sundays. <laughs> uh, and then I went, I saw, the, I, I saw the new Transformers movie with uh, my oldest, just him and I. Uh, and it was good. I, I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson, uh, butthole eyes himself. I don't think he's that funny. I don't like his face. I don't like the history of where he's been because I'm a little, you know, a, a little envious. But uh, I got to say, <laughs> he voiced one of the characters in Transformers, Mirage, and he was actually really funny and kind of stole the movie. So uh, I liked it. I, it was probably one of the best Transformers movies I've ever seen. I know that's not a high bar. But it was a lot of fun. Um, so I'll give it that. So very, very cool to see the Transformers movie with him. And now I'm here with you guys, just dadding it out. And uh, you know what I'm going to do next is I'm going to go over on underdog.com. After I like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, by the way, I am going to go over to underdog.com. I am going to go and enter a daily best ball draft. They've already started. There's still best ball mania. Number four, the biggest underdog contest ever with $3 million to first place. Or if you just want to do a puppy tournament, $5 to enter for 500,000 in prizes. I know NBA just wrapped up. Hockey's done, but we got baseball. We got golf. NFL, like we said, the best ball drafts are back, so you can go to town on those. Use code DHH when you do. They'll match up to $100. You put 50, you get 50, so on and so forth. You know the, you know the math, or at least I hope you do. And if you don't, talk to Tyler. Use a calculator. Um, <laughs> use a calculator. Uh, so go on over to Underdog. Download the app today. Code DHH when you start, and they'll match your deposit up to one hundred. All right, you guys ready to get into some player news? Yeah, let's I am do too. It. I am too. I've been. I haven't been on Twitter a ton this week, but I've been seeing some. You know, we like to use the term. I think the first term, first person I ever heard use the term drumbeat might have been Matt Harmon. Yeah, um, that I, football guys, Cecil Hammy. Yeah, we start guys, to hear yeah. like a, a steady drumbeat for players. And then, you know, you hear it in a distance and then it gets stronger and stronger and it draws you closer. 
And then you're like, oh, now I'm paying attention because I'm hearing the same things like, oh, Sam Laporta, Sam Laporta, drumbeat, drumbeat. That's just, you know, just me because he's my most owned rookie. But, you know, whatever. Um, so we're hearing a lot of drumbeats about quarterback Sam Howell with uh, Washington Commanders. And Ron Rivera said he's going to enter training camp as a starter. Jahan Dotson also talked him up uh, this week saying that, like, Sam's the guy. He's under control. Everything looks good. It doesn't come as a surprise. They gave him first team reps all offseason. You know, they only brought in Jacoby Brissett on a decent amount of money to compete with him. Uh, and, you know, I liked Jacoby Brissett last year for the Browns. I thought he was a quality starting NFL quarterback, better than most backup type of guys. Um, but the hype for Howell could really start to take off if he can carry his minicamp into the preseason. The big acquisition for Washington in the offseason was OC Eric Bieniemy. We know they've got a, a good roster of pass catchers on Washington. Uh, Antonio Gibson's starting to get some hype as well. So I'm kind of buying into Washington's offense. Tyler, you've been a Howell guy like I am. He was my guy that I took late in Superflex leagues, like in the third, late third um, is typically where I got Howell. And I got him in a ton of spots. And I know you like him as well. So where do you think Sam Howell could finish if he is the starter for the commanders? Is he a well, top 15 guy? I think James was a bigger Howell guy than me, but <laughs> I will answer. Was he? I would say quarterback 16-ish if he hits everything. Uh, why can't he start off kind of what Kirk Cousins did? Maybe bake like, honestly, I could see him being what we wanted Baker Mayfield to be. I know the comps are there, but they play very similar style of games. And Howell, to me, is more composed than Baker Mayfield was and mentally able to make plays, you know, off script than Baker was, even though Baker's rookie season was, that's what it was all about. I think he fell apart because the tape was there. People realized like, hey, this is what Baker Mayfield does. He'll roll out of the pocket. He'll roll right and he'll throw it downfield. That ain't happening. Like Howell, I think, has a little more in, uh, in his playbook. So uh, I th I'd say if everything pans out and he has a good season, quarterback, I would say 14 to 18. Okay. That range. So, so a solid QB two, James, are you yeah. in agreement with that? I think that's where I'm at. Like, because the weapons around him are good. Yeah. I wouldn't complain about it right now. I mean, dynasty for dynasty, he's going behind Will Levis and startups. I think he's QB, QB 30, 33. Yeah. Nuts. He's in the 30s, um, which is right dumb. before the aforementioned Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, yeah, the comp might be there, but I, I think he's quicker on his feet than Baker. And he did have a nicer long arm. Um, than Baker did as well. And I think his, his last year in college in North true. Carolina was the fact that he lost a lot of weapons. Uh, he lost his favorite target in Diami Brown. I, I, Who's I, on the commanders. That, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not making that. Not Shower that, corollary. Yeah, no, but with between John Dotson, Terry McLaurin, they still have Curtis Samuel there. You mentioned Antonio Gibson. Forgotten Curtis Samuel. Like I, I believe Thomas. that. And, and you know what's really funny is about this news, 11 days prior to this news coming out, Ron Rivera turned around and said, oh, it's going to be a competition. Da, 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 da. So we already know that Ron Rivera doesn't have any control over this offense. That's why they went out and got Eric B. Enemy to run this offense. Um, and if all the stars align, I think Sam Howell can easily be a high-end QB, too. I agree. So right in your backyard, James, the Athletics' Dan Duggan said, it looks like wide receiver Paris Campbell will be a featured piece of the offense. So I'm going to let you take it here. My my biggest concern with Campbell is dude's never healthy. 
Like Right. And the reason why he may have been getting all this work is because Wandell Robinson, Wandale, oh. isn't healthy just yet. He's coming off of the uh what is it? ACL? ACL. Yeah, he's torn yeah. torn ACL. Um and you know, last year we didn't really have too much competition. They have although what four or five slot receivers on this roster. Got a lot Paris, of receivers. Paris Campbell, Wandale. They still have Sterling, Sterling Shepard. Shepard. Yeah. Uh, so who the heck knows what they are thinking about? Um, the the little tea leaf that I picked up off this news was a little further down when it said Jalen Hyatt ran with the third team in minicamp. You want to know why? Because he is not pro ready. Yep. Bingo. That's not pro it. ready. In Tennessee, they pretty much schemed him open. They gave him open routes. He just ran down the field. He will have plenty of plays like that this season, but they, you're not going to want to start him. He is a best ball guy. Mm-hmm. If you got him in the third round like I did, you're still fine because he's an upside on play. Him, yeah, he's, an, he's an upside play. He's a Blitnikoff winner. Uh, a lot of what his career projection reminded me of was James Washington, but I liked James Washington better. <sighs> But Ooh, can we talk about him later, Tyler? James, I'm no, we are Damn. not because there's another receiver that is uh, who hurt me more. Yeah, I'm still on the hill. Who called dying. you daddy even more? I'm still on the hill, waving daddy. to everybody from no, the top of that hill. I'm, I'm just bones and dust. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not even that at this point. So yeah, Paris Campbell, always an interesting player, just can never stay healthy. Uh, the Athletics, Nate Taylor reports the Chiefs hope Isaiah Pacheco with his labrum in hand, returns midway through camp. Now, we've been hearing a little bit of a steady drumbeat for Daenerys Prince, and I'll get to him in a second, but Pacheco suffered a torn labrum and a broken bone in his hand as a rookie, played through it, uh, but ultimately needed surgery for both after the season. He's still recovering, isn't expected to be ready for the start of training camp in in July. In his absence, uh, Taylor highlighted UDFA rookie Daenerys Prince as a name to know during minicamp, and Prince will, uh, will see most of his run on special teams as a rookie, but could take on a larger role if Pacheco's um, surgery is uh, his recovery is delayed. So I like Daenerys Prince. He's more of an upright guy, but his I metrics and the way he runs. <laughs> I know he is an upright guy. He, he looks weird. But when I saw him at the combine, I thought his hands look good. His speed was good. His movements. He wasn't overly stiff. So he, he was a guy that I've targeted like as a UDFA in a ton of leagues because you know what? You just never know. Like, the Chiefs don't commit to one running back. Jared McKinnon's 31 years old. Hilaire can't stay healthy. Pacheco's a seventh-round pick. Like, why not take a flyer on Daenerys Prince? And I liked what I saw. And he had a good uh, collegiate resume. So, any thoughts here on – I know Pacheco, I think he's like RB 27 or 28 right now on on DLF. So, to me, anytime you have a seventh-round rookie pick or a seventh-round draft pick and he hits, like – they don't, usually don't sustain it for multiple years. Look at Philip Lindsay and guys like that. James um, Robinson, gone. Poof. Yeah, cut from the Patriots. Boo-bye. Yes. Um, so for me, Pacheco is is on the sell list. If you find someone that loves him and they want to give you a second for him, take it and run. That's what I say. See, uh, if you're competing, I would hang on. I, I still really like Pacheco. That team really likes Pacheco. I mean, that's all you hear about. Like All the players talk about the Super Bowl run and like, hey, this guy played his ass off and he was running we've seen guys get hot during super willie parker we've seen guys get hot during super bowl runs i still think pacheco's gonna be uh what's his name damian williams and um prince he reminds me of booker t running down to the ring back in the day (laughs) when it was just the way he runs sucker 
like he, like bull legged. I don't know what it is, but I cannot watch that guy run. No, I'll never unsee it. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> yep, pretty Thanks much. For Thanks for that. Uh, I have faith in Isaiah Pacheco coming back. It was smart that he got through the rest of the season with the sustained hand injury and in the labrum. So he was still able to play. I, I think he's going to be just fine coming into training camp. Maybe he shows up a week or two late. Big deal. We're not looking for him to catch passes. Yeah. We're looking for the versatility in between the tackles. So I, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be just fine for him. I think his arrow points up as far as touchdowns this season. As Doug, well. if Doug can play Fortnite with a broken hand, Pacheco can play. <laughs> Pacheco football. Can, can play football oh, with yeah. a torn labrum. Yeah, you know it, hundred percent. It is true. Speaking of the Chiefs and players that scored in the Super Bowl, and no, I'm not talking about Kadarius Tony. Chiefs coach Andy Reid said wide receiver Sky with two Y's more is taking a good jump. Rotation fingers. Uh, Reid noted that Moore was one of the highest, uh, higher targeted receivers after the team's final day of minicamp. Cool. Uh, Moore failed to earn Reid's trust as a rookie. Caught just 22 passes for 250 yards. He got a really so smart. A lot of um, a lot of inactive on game days Bumble for him. Punts. Yep. He was also benched from punt return duties because of fumbling issues. Uh, getting on Reid's good side this offseason is step one in Moore turning things around. I, I don't know. I just don't, I can't trust any Kansas city chief wide receiver. Cause I think they're just going to peanut butter the ball over the field. Not literally. Cause that would be gross. And I'd have an allergic reaction and possibly die. Um, so for me, Dog I'm a love it. Uh, yes. The, the Kadarius Tony is their wide receiver one. Like I'm just avoiding pass catchers other than Travis Kelch for the chiefs. No, I agree. And if you're going to take a shot on pass catchers, uh, MBS, Rashid, maybe Rasheed Rice late, if you can get him. Yep. Um, just sign a four year contract. Sky Moore, I still think is very interesting. Just the draft capital and the hype he was getting. Their receiving core could just be a hodgepodge, but like it could, was last year. But it could also be players that can help you win games, like spot in. You know, when you need a flex just because of an injury, a late inactive, Skymore hopefully can turn into somebody like that, which, I mean, that's the best. I look at him as a, a low-end wide receiver three for Dynasty right now. High that's end high praise. Wide receiver four. I was going to say four. that's high, yeah. Uh, it's like 36. Uh, yeah, no. Wide receiver three. Wide receiver three. Low end. Low end. <laughs> But I don't know if he's so going to be wide 36. receiver 36. <laughs> yeah, maybe I want to just say wide, wide receiver, receiver four and, and five. Four, 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 <laughs> four slash five. five in Dynasty? Uh-huh. Which yeah. you need. But, which you need. And, and the but you also drafted him in the first can... round last year, hoping you would get a, a bigger well, return. If, if well, you got him that <laughs> early. I, don't ha- I, I think I, I reached for him in one league. Are we talking about the guy that was talking about he was going to be the top scoring receiver last year in his hot takes? I mean, if we're going to talk about his right hot takes all I mean, the time. I mean, Evan Ingram made up about... for all the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, were, you did love some Sky uh, Moore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he I did. And then they went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster. Who was still dealing with injury, apparently. They took Rasheed Rice around the same draft capital. Who knows what this receiving core is going to be. Pat Mahomes is going to Pat Mahomes' way. It looks like DeAndre Hopkins ain't going there. He's only visiting the Titans and the Pats. I like this. I like this news, though, at, coming out of Kansas City, because all we've heard about, we haven't really heard about Sky Moore at all. We've heard about Kadarius Tony a little bit here and there. We heard even about Ceh getting back into the mix, and we'll get to him in a in a little bit. But um, I like I like the fact that Sky Moore still has a lot of upside, being as young as he is he, and in the offense that he's in. 
Yeah, so, uh, and looking at pictures, Sky Moore looks like he did slim down this year, even though he wasn't a bigger player. I don't know if he bulked up because he was a, a lighter player in college, and he's he's a smaller guy. He bulked but, up for kick returns, maybe? I don't know. But he looks like he slimmed down. Like, he looks a lot slimmer, like Russ Wilson slim. But he looks he looks slimmer, and that just could be getting his explosion back and kind of getting back to his college days, which, hey, if you do good in college, don't try to gain weight. Just be you. Like, you did good in college. That's why people want you. Just don't yeah. just stay that way. 100%. Let's keep it moving. Rams head coach Sean McVay said running back Cam Akers will be a central figure in the team's offense this season. Uh, as we all know, Akers was, had a weird year. He was not with the team. They were trying to, supposedly, he wanted to be traded. And then he comes back and helps win people leagues at the end of the year and, and ran really well behind a absolute garbage offensive line with Baker Mayfield, at quarterback. Um, but Sean McVay said he's really capitalized on a lot of momentum he built up towards the later part of the year. He's going to be a huge part of what we're doing moving forward, McVay said on SiriusXM. Cam is going to be in a central figure in this offense. I think he's priming himself to have a great year. And what I love about this more than anything is that Cam Akers, often Achilles, is I think he's close to what he was before uh, based on the tape at the end of the year last year. Same with his value. Get yeah. out of I remember, but here's the thing. If you bought him <laughs> when he was rumored to be traded and you, you spent a third round pick on him, like you, you can are, cash out yeah, on that. You're capitalizing on. Yeah. You value. cash out on that. If you bought low. And then if, again, if you're on a win now team, Tyler, he's a great RB two on a win now team for this year. At least we don't, he's a free agent at the end of the year. They drafted Zach Evans late, who a lot of people that know football really, really like. They've also got Tyon Evans, who some people like as well. Um, you know, me in a league that we just uh, had an auction. I have Cam Akers. I just won Zach Evans to back him up because I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like Zach Evans a little bit. I actually don't roster him anywhere. So this is my first Zach Evans. So I was like, you know what? I have Akers. I'll get Evans on the cheap and see where it goes because it could be one of those things. Cam Akers walks as a free agent. Zach Evans is a starter. We don't know. That's how running back works. And I love it when you have the starter and the backup. One gets released or traded and then you get picked up and then you have two starters like Davin Cook and Alexander Madison goes from this. Stock split. Well, we still need one to actually sign with a team to get a starter. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm sure it's coming. But uh, for me, Cam Akers, I've always loved him ever since he was in Florida State running behind the worst offensive line in the country. Um, so for me, I think Cam Akers is a great if you're on a win now team. If you bought him low, then I would sell him off. Any other things here on Cam Akers before we skedaddle it on? He's, he's in a void for me just because of the last year on the contract. I'm not, I don't want to mess with any of that stuff anymore. Unless they are a premier running back like Saquon right now, I'd rather go test out the price for him because he's he didn't sign with the Giants, and if you can get a lower price for Saquon, I'm I'm game for that just because of the news and he's not signing with them. So that that's just me. It's K Maker or yeah K Makers. You you're gonna need to give uh what a couple seconds for him. Maybe yeah, even if you maybe a your, second and a third. Maybe I would say if you haven't had your rookie draft, there's a chance you might have to give one twelve for him. In this class, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, would you rather have Cam Akers or Devin A Chain? I know what my answer is, but yeah, <laughs> A Chain. No, Cam no. Get out of here, G with Devin A Chain. Me, give me the young running back, personally. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm a Cam Akers guy, so I would take him over that. Uh, and speaking of running backs, this was the weirdest thing I saw all week. Was J.K. Dobbins said his absence from Ravens mandatory minicamp was con contract related? I was talking to James about this. But have you proven anything in the league? 
I was we were talking about this off off air and Get I out said of here with this. this I said what if biggest BS. What if the running backs are just kind of going on a mini strike? Because like, hey, they're not getting paid, they're getting disrespected. Like maybe it's time to kind of just be like, hey, pay up or we're not playing. Like that that's all it takes. And it seems like a lot of running backs are kind of just fed There's up a lot with of it. supply and not a lot of demand. That's, that's what it true. comes down to. But like Delvin Cook is probably a top ten running back and He's not going to get top 10 running, running backs, backs are like running. gas prices. They're either up or they're down, depending on how they're, you know, yeah. what the and, supply and is. It sucks. And it sucks because they are a major part of a team winning. You need a good running game to have a good passing game. Because if you don't have a good running game, the play action's not going to work. So it's, it just kind of sucks. Like, like you said, Doug, it's, there's so many good running backs and it's That's just problem. not yeah. enough starting spots. And I, I think this is just, smoke here jk dobbins is obviously going to show up to training camp yeah he's i mean the guy really doesn't have he only has like one good leg to stand on uh he's only missed he's missed what he missed all of 2021 season he only played eight games last year with with one leg though with one leg and he was good with that one and at the end like you know that's what saved him the one super leg that he has the bionic leg will make its return in 2023 um it's the end of his I, I think he can get a contract ex- extension done mid-season before it's not everything's be for sealed a lot, up. Though. I don't is think it, so either. Yeah, I mean, at least maybe another two years, you'll see J.K. Dobbins, and I'm okay with it, that for it, Dynasty. If, if anything, what this tells me, and I've I've been in this mindset for a little while because you know in their backfield there's Gus Edwards, who is a good running back, and you can get him if you're in a win now team. Gus Edwards, dirt, 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 dirt cheap. I like Gus Edwards. I've always liked him. Dobbins, Justice Hill. No, <laughs> not Justice Hill. Not Keaton Mitchell. Not whoever hey, I like other Keaton Mitchell. Broke, broke back running back they have there. Keaton Mitchell is a good stash, though. Yeah, he's a good stash if you're looking for a, like a really electric, quick pass catcher, which kind of yeah. what Justice Hill was coming out of college, right? So yeah. he could just replace him on the roster. We'll see. But yeah, so J- I just laughed at when I saw, oh, J.K. Dobbins is contract related. Like, dude, you haven't done anything in the league. Why are you even talking about your contract? But he's anyway. trying to make a stand for all running backs. I, he's gonna I, die I on do. that hill like he's Tyler. Gonna, he's gonna I, put a claim in at DHHHR. To her, I do. Yeah. I do think running backs. I I want to see the resurgence again. It's it's just tough in this day and age. Yeah, everything in, everything everything comes in cycles. Yeah, like it's yeah. gonna be the league is now in smaller, faster separators. It used to be bell cow running backs. It went to like Big alpha receivers. receivers. Yep, it went to athletic tight ends. And then it's it's all going to evolve. It'll go back to running backs eventually. Like it's just yeah. it's it, Bill Belichick will, will you know in thirty years when he's still head coach will make sure <laughs> running backs 100s. make a comeback. He's got a robot heart, a pig head. <laughs> I mean, he is pig headed. Let's be honest. That's true. Uh, and you know what? You shouldn't be pig headed, especially if you're a commissioner and you need to get your trophy done. Like a, it's uh, June now. The league the league's wrapped up six you months. Be ago. ordering yeah. boards now. Yeah, if you haven't got your trophy or anything, God, man, what are you doing? Go to Trophy Smack. You know, we just said that basketball and hockey finished up. If you need a trophy for those sports, they they got you. Baseball's ongoing. Football's over. Soccer. They have everything, and it's all customizable. They have the right trophy for you, and that's what matters. And when you use code DHH ring, you get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers of your league, which if you haven't got a trophy yet and you're the commissioner, buy yourself a loser trophy because you're a loser, okay? You're not taking care of your league. It's going to fold because you don't care. But hopefully you care enough to use code DHH ring at checkout just to make up for it. 
to get some good peace of mind because that's what matters. All right, let's get on to Dynasty Daddy Hour. <laughs> this could go in a lot of different ways. Uh, we're going to do a positional breakdown of super dad players we love and Father's Day flops that we will never trust again. So James was the first one to get his names in. James with the names. So uh, give me some flames over here, James. My Who's first quarterback. My super dad at quarterback is none other than Jalen Hurts, mainly because he's been playing like he has been the father of the league for for seasons on seasons now. Big, no, big daddy he, energy. He hit the he hit his mark and stride last season, uh, which was great. You know, he's currently sitting at QB three. The fact that he's my super dad is because the draft uh, capital that he earned in fantasy drafts, dynasty startups and, and rookie drafts when he first came out, you know, he fell into the second round in most of your dynasty uh, rookie leagues, rookie drafts. I apologize. And there was a lot of doubt. There was a lot of doubt in the system. There was a lot of doubt in weapons. Philadelphia Eagles turned that all around. And now he's sitting at QB three. Everybody wants a piece of it. Everybody wants a piece of that offense, except for running back in that in that offense, um, because Jalen Hurts does it with his legs. He does it with his arms, and I could, I believe that he's going to continue to do it for at least for at least another six years. So I'm totally on board with Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, he's my super dad today. Awesome, my QB super dad. He's a little young. He's not a father yet, but he will be eventually because he is a handsome fella. Macaulay Culkin lookalike himself. Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, for me, this one is easy. It's it's one of the things is like I he's the he's the father of that offense, and that offense is one of the best in the league. I really enjoy watching him play. And I have a lot of rostership of Joe Burrow, and he's helped me win titles. And that's a total daddy move, is to help me win a title and put me over the top. And I have him in a ton of dynasty leagues. And I know that I'm safe and secure when, you know, I need someone to go to my dad's going to be there to help me. And that's Joe Burrow. He's going to be there. He's got my back on my rosters for another 10 years, unless I trade him, but I like him so much. Joe Burrow, my daddy QB Tyler, who you got? So I'm kind of going to go a different route. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but oh I'm going with players. I absolutely missed on either good or bad they turned out good or bad and i missed and players that i i felt like i hit and i was right on and for me the daddy of the quarterback was justin herbert i had him around you were a huge herbert i thought every league tyler and herbert i thought for sure it was burrow and herbert i had him over two of for sure but it was like do i want burrow or herbert Burrow was usually the pick if I had the choice, but man, yeah. if I had a chance to get Herbert, I had, you know, I was trading for him. I was doing anything I could. He is still my most rostered player, and I love seeing that. Uh, so Herbert is my daddy quarterback because he's one of the ones that uh, will you, you hold were getting, me you were getting him in like uh, mid to late firsts. 105. Uh, the, to 108 one, or 9. Yeah, I 109 think. Yeah. in one league. Crazy. Crazy. All right, let's move on to the running back position. James, who's that daddy ball carrier of yours? I mean, it's none other than uh, Nick Chubb, the Georgia running back that doesn't catch passes, that doesn't need to catch passes because he's been on top of the running back game for the past four years without really receiving anything more than 30-plus receptions. Uh, And you know what? We saw him do it last year without really having Kareem Hunt in the offense. They didn't go out and add anybody. 
extraordinary uh jerome ford is the backup as of right now and they lost uh what's his name dearness johnson you know we had that yep. phase in there too and it seems like it's always the pass catching running back that goes in and out of this system for the backup and nick chubb has just been straight solid like Best how can we earn football yeah, i was just gonna say yeah, yeah. i mean he is one of the only running backs to ever pass over five yards per carry every single season he's been in the NFL, you know, that's a big thing. And even though he doesn't catch the ball that much, he's still leading PPR as the top six running back last season. Yeah. So he's, I'm, he's a, I'm all safe. aboard the Nick Chubb train, at least dad. for one more <laughs> season. Um, and I believe, you know, he's the kind of guy he's, he's very soft spoken. He doesn't speak up too much. I can see him getting a contract extension where it, it just, it just works out, you know, that's, that's how I see it. So I think the longevity of Nick Chubb is uh, here to stay for at least another two years. So I'm still in and I'm, I'm not buying per se, but uh, I definitely uh, appreciate him if he's on my squad. Yeah. Mine is CMC for very similar reasons. So there's a dynasty league that I've uh, been in the championship seven straight years and CMC has been a huge part of that. I've uh, I've won three, then lost three, and then co-champed one this year. Uh, so now I'm I broke even, which is nice. Uh, so for me, it's CMC. And in that particular league, I got him at 105, which was, he was my target going in. I crossed my fingers as I saw Corey Davis go off the board in front of him. Um, and I wanted CMC at 105, and I got him. And he has been just, an, you know, it's so easy. It's 20 points per game when he plays. Put it in there. It's 20 points. It's easy peasy. Um, you know, he's had some health issues in the past. Luckily, last year he was healthy all year um, for the most part. I think he played in almost every game. And he's in a great offense. He Again, he's like a lot like Joe Burrow. You can rely on him. But he's been that big daddy energy that's winning me titles. And again, I'm not going out and trying to acquire CMC because he is – I think he just turned 27. Um, but, man, if I got him on my team and I'm ready to win – I'm CMC all day long. So he's my he's my daddy at the running back position. Tyler, who you got? So I'm going to go back in time a little bit. How far are we going back? We're going a little back. Adrian Peterson. When I first started playing fantasy football, we were speaking of daddies. This guy would hit you with one yard. Two, well, we're not going to actually talk about what oh, happened. I was but... going to say, where are we going here? Where <laughs> no, are we going with we're this? We're not going to talk to Durr. Uh, okay, no, good. I mean, he'd hit you with one yard, two yards. Then all of a sudden, your week was made. 60 70 yard run touchdown and not not once usually yeah. two times a game that happened adrian peterson watching this guy up here from the start of his career till he's probably 30 was a treat like it it's one of those things where you don't respect it until it's over because it was so fun to watch it was a dominating time and period where this guy would be unstoppable. He was breaking tackles. His The way he ran, he shouldn't be able to have lasted that long, but he did just because he was just he was a Best robot. season ever coming off an ACL. Like, yeah. Not even and, close. And I still remember looking at videos four months after surgery, and he's doing hills at full sprint. It's just like, what is this guy? Like, he's this an should, alien. This shouldn't be happening. So Adrian Peterson is my daddy running back because, man, it's just – it's one of those things where it's 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 nuts. Like it, it, Nick Chubb and Adrian Peterson, if they were in the same time period, those two going head to head for the rushing title would have been awesome because you know Nick Chubb is getting thirty carries a game back in that those days. Oh yeah. So uh, Adrian Peterson is mine. 
Yeah, and I met Adrian Adrian Peterson a handful of years ago at an autograph show. That's Super nice guy. Hand. Shook I shook his <laughs> hand and I haven't recovered since. Um, yeah, and it's look, I mean, here's where I'm at. Thanks, Adrian. With he your signs for cast. No, no, but for real though, like I wanted to shake his hand because he everyone's like, he has like and dude, he it's... shook my hand and I was like, Holy shit, like wow, it's like vice grips. Makes you wonder why he had fumbling issues. Even, he wasn't even flexing or anything. It was just like, no. And I'm yeah, like, it, it legit makes you wonder how he had fumbling issues, you know, his whole career because it's nuts. Yeah, it was absolutely gripped the ball so hard it just popped out. It just popped. Yeah. <laughs> it softened and slipped out. Uh, I hate it when that happens. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh man! Let's switch over to a wide receiver, daddies. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> they're related in some way, shape, or form. Uh, James, give me that wide receiver, daddy. Uh, it's got to be my wide receiver, daddy. Is Tyree Kill year after year consistent production in the top ten, uh, minus the year obviously that he was hurt in That's 2019. A, I want to know the real question: Were you part of the group that was buying Tyreek when he had his Tyler off the was. field? I was seconds. I was buying when he was when he had his off the field stuff. I was buying when he got moved to Miami. Miami. Um, and it and it just the proof is in the pudding, man, as they say. Um, he finished his wide receiver two with a poor quarterback play towards the back half of the season. Like anybody up. that can maintain 16 to 28 fantasy points a week, Nuts. like that is your daddy at wide receiver. All right. What does your daddy do? He runs really, really, really fast. And he just put out a thing. I know it's probably just a little bit of smoke, but he wants to, to be first to 2000. He wants to be the first 2000 yard receiver, um, which, you know, if we look at the stats, I don't know if he can get there, but Maybe he was only Mahomes. 290 <laughs> off the mark last year. Um, and we saw what happened. So I guess that would rely on if Tua's steadily on the field <laughs> week after week with no concussions god so. willing yeah. yeah and uh but yeah no ppr number two last year stayed in the top six the year before and obviously we knew what mahomes was given now he's bringing around the players around him have been upgraded due to his play mm -hmm. because he commands so much uh attention from the defense he when he does have the ball in his hands he's electric and there's not many people that can do that in the league. And I think he's going to continue to do it for the next two years. He said he wants to play in what? Until he's 30, 31? Something like that. He's yeah, getting like so, a two or three years. Yeah. So if I'm a competing guy and I, I am lacking at wide receiver, I'm still buying Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I'll pay the first down the road plus another player for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I, I'm for my wide receiver. I'm gonna star in the show, the new newly because they re, they bring back everything in Hollywood, right? So my new show is called My Two Dads. It stars Joe Burrow and it stars Jamar Chase. Those are my two dads, and the reason why Jamar Chase is on this list is because if you remember, let's go back in time, only a couple years, a few years now, in Superflex leagues, Jamar Chase fell into my lap at 105 in multiple leagues, and I couldn't hit the draft button fast enough he's the wide receiver he two in catch, dynasty Doug. he can't catch yeah he's the terrible balls, like the college balls different Brick hands yeah he, he uh thank any. you kyle college pitts ball. thank you kyle pitts for being yeah. drafted ahead of jamar chase thank you thank you very much <laughs> thank you thank you um so for me it's jamar chase because he's been 
just a daddy on those rosters that, you know, that when you're one Oh five and like a 10 team league, you're in the middle. And to get now the wide receiver two in dynasty on your roster is just going to push you over the top. And that's what Jamar chase has done for me. Um, you know, Tyler and I had a trade where I got Jamar chase, which was awesome. Cause I have burrow. So I'm double daddy in that league as well. Um, which is fine. I did have to give up Trevor Lawrence, but you know, I digress. Um, yeah. So Jamar chase. And I think Jamar chase injured last year. I think Jamar chase you want to talk about 2,000 yard receivers? Jamar Chase could be the guy. You know, I'm just yes, gonna I'm just gonna one up you. And uh, Justin Jefferson is my guy. There you go. <laughs> the actual I wide receiver one. You. <laughs> you want to know why? He was my wide receiver one the rookie season. Uh, it was me, Zach Reed, J. Mike. We were on the hype train. Everybody said it was C.D. Lamb. He's only and, a slot guy, Tyler. Yeah, he's only a slot guy. But I. I saw it. I threw down names. I'm like, hey, you know, Mike Wright was talking about uh, how he loved other rookie receivers. And I said, I will bet you a water bet that Justin Jefferson has the best rookie season out of everybody. And I said, you can have total yards because <laughs> I didn't know if this rookie class is going to hit. But man, Justin Jefferson uh, is the daddy receiver that I'm going to pick because I have him everywhere. Doug, you and I, we got him super late after Jalen Rager. Trade Addict 7, we snagged him up, and he's helped us win championships. Can you imagine being the owner that drafted Jalen Rager ahead of it's Justin It's probably Jefferson. the same person that passed on Jamar Chase as well, which we also have. Yep, <laughs> Double daddy duty again. Yep. Hello. And uh, so, yeah, Justin Jefferson, who is 23 years old, has tons Banana. of records and will probably be right up top really close with Jerry Rice at the end of his career. You know, He'll be hope. the highest paid receiver of all time here. Yep. It'll be point. very soon. That's the reason why they're talking about Kirk Cousins maybe being up because, hey, how can you afford both? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to choose, you're going to choose the best receiver in football that could actually make a quarterback be better. So, 100%. Let's move it on to tight end. James, give me the tightest of ends on Daddy Day. I mean, there's no other that even comes close, doesn't hold a candle to Travis Kelsey. The man is 33 years old and still the dynasty one in top for tight end. Except we'll probably never be a real dad. If you hear anything on the, what is it? The Kelsey heights, podcast. New heights, the new heights. If you listen to their podcast, he is okay with being the funny uncle. That's cool. I mean, hey, and and he's only 33, so life changes fast, but it hasn't really changed much for Travis Kelsey because, I mean, the man has just been dominating fantasy since 2016 uh, when he first took over the tight end one position on our rankings, and he continues to do it. Doesn't matter what the case may be, as long as even if he misses a game here or a game there, he still somehow finishes as a top one or top two tight end year after year. And I don't see it stopping. I really don't. I I mean, we have always said, Hey, when, when the wind comes out of his sails, it's going to be quick, but you know what? Year after year, we've, we've, I've kind of hedged that and said, Hey, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. You know, pick up a little Noah gray here. um, And and it hasn't happened. Jody Fortson. No. Yeah. So, so Kelsey, I'm, it never yeah. seemed like he was running fast. He's just so smooth and he's smart. You hear rumors that him and Mahomes are on the same page, like Kelsey can change a route right when Mahomes is about to snap and Mahomes knows exactly where he's going. Like that connection it's helps. It's like a Brady a and Gronk type of thing yeah, going on there for sure. Without the back injuries. 
and the and the ACL and the well, elbow. Kelsey has major knee problems to start. So I mean, he started yeah. his career with bad knees. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna move to mine, and my daddy is Darren Waller, not because like of where he is now, but where he was when I acquired him in Dynasty for zero dollars to three dollars in most leagues when he was a Baltimore Raven, and you know we started to hear some buzz about Darren Waller. Um, when he was with the Ravens, obviously he was a converted wide receiver to tight end. He had some issues in his, in his personal life, but really started to get it together. And, you know, I'd always chase the athleticism at tight end. It's what I do. It tends to work out pretty well for me. Um, so I got Darren Waller on a bunch of leagues. He helped me win championships in back-to-back years, uh, which was awesome when he, he uh, moved over to the Raiders and had a hundred catch season. And then after that, I said, thank you. I invested zero to three dollars in you. I'm going to flip you for three hundred, and I'm going to use that money towards the next generation of players on my roster. Total daddy move when it comes to dynasty is you take those hidden gems, you polish them up real nice until they're real sparkly, and then you sell it to someone else. Yeah. So for me, mine is going to be Mark Andrews, and it is just due to his rookie season. And, you know, Hayden Hurst was drafted in the first round. Andrews was the third round pick. And we said it here on Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm glad the Baltimore Ravens drafted the replacement or Mar- the replace Hayden Hurst replacement in Mark Andrews, even though Hayden Hurst was the same draft class. Uh, I was huge on Mark Andrews, took him everywhere, got him in the third or fourth rounds uh, and, and capitalized on it. I treated, I think, a little too early in a lot of leagues. So yeah. he was definitely one of my most rostered players. And he's one of the players where I kind of regret not hanging on to a little longer because I thought, hey, uh, you know, I'm getting a first for this guy that I drafted in the third. Let's just stop there. No. Like, I should have hung on to a player that I absolutely love. And, uh, yeah, that, that was a tough part in Mark Andrews. But he is my daddy tight end. Nice. Before we move on to our Father's Day flops, those lovely pairs of underwear and socks that you get. Speaking of flops, we got Manscaped. Uh, it has the right tools for the job. Proper grooming requires precision-engineered tools. Not only does a man's sensitive area require it, but hygiene absolutely demands it. Skin safe technology, lawnmower 4.0, weed whacker nose and ear trimmer comes with all the stuff to make you smell, feel, taste great. I don't know. Uh, but crop preserver, the cleanser, the reviver, it's all there. It's a welcome package. You get a free pair of underwear with it for your Father's Day. So use code DHH for 20% off at the checkout. Manscaped, your balls, they're going to thank you for it. All right, let's move on to our. Father's Day flops. The guys that are on your roster and they spanked you and called you daddy, not in a good way, but because you were, you know, just not, it was just not good. So, James, who's your quarterback? Dynasty quarterback, Father's Day flop that uh, you got spanked by? I got spanked by Carson Wentz. All right. Ooh, and that's a and good mainly one. Mainly yeah, because, yeah, I'm, I mean, a Does lot mean of people. mean you're spanking yourself, Tyler? <laughs> looking yes. in the mirror just yes. spanking herself after finishing up that cock uh, anyway. i have to wash it off my hands yeah That's i'm what... sure you do carson wentz doesn't have to wash off anything because he's never going to be on any of my dynasty rosters ever again you know after that run that he had i believe it was, was it 2019 i was all about it i said you know what he stepped up got his team to the playoffs and yeah, they won a Super Bowl. Not on his back, but mainly on his back. That's on the groin of there. Nick Foles. On the groin of Nick Foles. Very good, Doug. I like that. Um, but he let us down year after year after that. Uh, and he took his fall from grace. I mean, he went from 
what Washington to Indianapolis or vice versa, whatever, which way it was, it didn't really work out for Carson Wentz. And now he's sitting there saying, Oh, I'm just biding my time. Guess what? You're still going to be biding your time. No you should to, just dude. go out and get lunch with Philip Rivers at this point. Yeah. My quarterback uh, that didn't work out and was, yeah, it spanked me in not a great way. was Baker Mayfield. I was so in on Baker Mayfield when he came out. I thought he was going to be the next guy. I was so into him in a league that Tyler and I are in, or now Tyler's back in, in bar tab. I traded Kyler Murray, who I've never really liked, and TJ Hawkinson for Baker Mayfield. I was Ouch. so into Baker. Ouch. Uh, he hasn't really baked anything since his rookie season. It's all tasted like shit since. Um, <laughs> and now he's in Tampa. He'll probably be the starter. Maybe he can Maybe balls. he can crop revive his career in Tampa Bay. Um, but we'll see. He's so bucking it. I still have him on a couple of leagues because I'm not going to drop him. And he's a quarterback in Superflex. So I still have him. But I just he's my quarterback like four. And I just look, I look at what could have been after his rookie year. And it's been all downhill. It's it's day old bread for Baker Mayfield. Tyler, who's your quarterback? So I'm going to give you two. First one, no context. Davis Mills. You hurt me. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. We traded yeah. for Davis Ouch. Mills, and that didn't Davis stay. Mills, you hurt me. Uh, I thought you were better, and you literally just showed up last year and forgot how to play football. Just completely. Regressed. You learned, literally everything you learned the year before, you forgot everything. Even though yeah. you had the same coordinator, you know, Whatever, but my the main one is Trey Lance. I'm going to put him here. Yeah. Yes, and Ooh. that is because Doug in that league we talked about trading Jamar Chase for Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. I then traded Trevor Lawrence for Trey Lance. Ouch! <laughs> oh. and then he so, traded Trey Lance to me. Then but I traded I, Trey I Lance to it him was a good for, trade for, both for of us, 108 yeah, and a little little yeah. So I yeah. Trey Lance is the one that actually hurts me, and I still have quite still only a bit 23 of, years old. Quite a bit of rostership. Hey, you know, people are saying his his form is changing, his hairline's changing, everything's changing. George Kittle was talking him up on uh, the Yahoo podcast the other day, and uh, honestly, he's got all the talent in the world. Guy has hardly played any football, and it's kind of the same with Jordan Love. I just like all these unknown players apparently because I like Jordan Love, who you haven't seen play football for what seems like a decade. And Trey Lance is also in that same boat who we all, you know, if he would have never gotten hurt that game last year in week two, in Chicago in the rain, things could be different, yeah. but it looks like that per this is Purdy's team. And I think Purdy has a grasp, a pretty good grasp of the quarterback one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Let's move over to the running back position. James, who you got? I mean, probably the easiest flop in the past three or four years in fantasy football. It's Clyde Edwards Solaire. We just talked about him earlier. The CEH over Jonathan Taylor people. Yeah. Um, Jared Tuskin, McKinnon Tuskin. and Isaiah Pacheco just pretty much kicked CEH out of the running back room last year. I would and say being swift is better, but apparently it's not much better. It's not much <laughs> better, but the whole point was that they went out and drafted CEH as a first round pick, even though it was real late first round pick he was that only running back that year to be drafted in the first round and maybe rightfully not his so. tape was so fun it like was he's was a fun. fun player his college tape was great um i i think joe burrow pretty much just 
amplified every single Justin uh, Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Like, yeah, of course, CEH could run so like, great. Like, yeah. why why wouldn't CEH be a, a top running back in the NFL? Oh wait, he was what five seven five, five nine two oh five and, and yeah, and it just doesn't work out. You know, we saw glimpses of ho- glimpses of hope. Um, breaking through the tackles, et cetera, getting open for passes. And then something just like, like Tyler said about the other quarterback, it looks like he just forgot. Like he's not showing up. We, I knew pass blocking was going to be a problem, but at the rate that you picked up CEH, like he should have balled out for you. And everybody that's listening to this podcast can probably agree that he was one of the father's day flops for the ages. Yeah, he couldn't. He could pass block, but could he cock block? Because I could have really used him last night. He, Just... he cock blocked a lot of <laughs> rosters. I'll tell you that much. At the one hundred and one, that he was one of the people. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. TFF Gurus podcast. But that was always the funnest debate between me and my brother-in-law Josh. He was on Team Ceh. I was on Team Jonathan Taylor. Do you think I let him live that down to this day? The Absolutely answer is not. no. I was on Swift, <laughs> and you know what the real answer is? None of them. You should have drafted a different position because all the running backs are now falling. Yeah, but that's okay. My running back, uh, this is a pretty easy one for me because it gives me the most heebie-jeebies when I think about it. It was Samaj P. Ryan. I took him in the first round in a league. Ooh, he panned out last year. Hey. Yeah, over Alvin Kamara, <laughs> over he's Kareem Hunt. work this year. You know, in Washington, I saw, like, he's got opportunity. I liked his, you know, he wasn't much of a pass catcher, but I liked him as a player, and that blew up in my face. Now, we're, like, five or six years later, and he's he's still relevant. He looks um, like the P. Ryan in college. Right, right now he's aging like fine wine, Samaje. Yeah, uh, aging much better than his brother Lamichael Pirine, who I don't even know oh. is in the league anymore. Um, so yeah, mine Samaje Pirine pretty easily because that was the first running back that came to mind when I was like, oh, he just owned me. <laughs> like it was bad. Mine is easy, and it's a big name. It's Derrick Henry because I faded the crap out of Derrick Henry. I was not about it. I thought Ooh. he was too big, and you know what? When he kept failing year after year to, you know get carries from DeMarco Murray. I was like, see, yeah. told you guys, told you. And then he blew up. And you were like, egg on face. And it was it was more than egg. Really it cocked was, you everywhere. Yes, it was yeah. everywhere. <laughs> just all over me. So that is where I was at with Derrick Henry. I rostered him nowhere. <laughs> this is the DHHR department. We have a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too much cock talk. Too much cock talk. Sorry, that's Dynasty Hardware Hour. We'll talk about that. Dynasty After Hours Happy Hour. Hardware Hour. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. James, give me yo's. It's really easy. It's the Baylor Bear, Denzel Mims. Uh, Nothing ever good comes out of Baylor. Sorry, to say, no. You, just, you could have just said I Baylor, said Bear, Baylor wide, wide receiver. receivers. Every single one. Corey Coleman. Ooh, that uh, that gives me nightmares. There? Please be different, Tyquan Thornton. Please. Yeah, could. maybe could, probably not. No, will you? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, stay away we're from like that. We're like that wide receiver, the girl that's like, yes, no, no, no. I maybe, mean, the guy maybe. burned me so bad. I I wanted to jump off a. I took him over T. Higgins in a league because it was. Just, See, I was not on. Minnesota. I took so him over happy. Justin Jefferson. Oh, 
that so we are looking for a replacement very <laughs> deep Ouch. okay mind you it was one of my first rookie drafts you know i haven't been playing you didn't know what you were doing for... back then it's okay yeah. it's okay i mean yeah, that's, that's, that's what it was and you would you never make that mistake again no it was my first take lock on a player because i heard oh, yeah so much hype on denzel he runs real fast he runs real fast he looked great at the combine he looked his film was nice looked yeah awesome really sticky hands god damn it and then nothing didn't work out with the coach didn't work out because of quarterback play which you know they've switched all that up now but he is i don't believe he's even on a team anymore um he's on fairly, the jets still rightfully so for now I, he won't make the 90 man to 53 he's cut not this, i mean randall cobb is gonna beat him out yeah yeah 100%. <laughs> someone will pick him up and throw him on a practice so, squad though so I, I do want to go back to when James said it was his first rookie draft. My first rookie draft, James, I traded up from 107 to 105 to take Tavon Austin. At 107, my second choice would have been, who actually fell to 107, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. <laughs> so you feel my pain. I mean, obviously, it this happens. was in the second round. But, it yeah, um, it's just it's just how it goes. And, I mean, it's the first dynasty lump. On my uh, resume, we all have them. You I'm take talk them about and you're called hemorrhoids. They're called hemorrhoids. Yeah, Denzel Mims, the hemorrhoid that, that you can ever cock. <laughs> dynasty <Yeah>. hemorrhoids. <laughs> That's a, a dynasty happy hemorrhoids. Uh, mine is pretty quick and easy, and I think a lot of people fell into the same trap that I did with Nikhil Harry. Picked in the first round by the New England Patriots, had opportunity. I loved his tape at uh, Arizona State. And, uh, yeah, we all know how it went. DK Metcalf went off. AJ Terry McLaurin, Deontay Terry Johnson, McCoy. AJ Brown. Everyone taken after Nikhil Harry was better than Nikhil Harry. The first year that I was in the comic book league with Tyler, I had the 107. And my first ever pick in that league was Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Oh. And, uh, yeah, he was a bear last year. Now I believe he is out of the league. I'm surprised he's not in the XFL or something yet. But he can't you know, separate when, away from the NFL either. Yeah, and that was the that was the <laughs> knock on him is he, is he couldn't separate. And and how true did that end up being? That was his downfall. He couldn't separate on the NFL level. The only thing he separated guy, from was the was New it. England Patriots, which is so weird because uh, his combine was awesome. Like his combine, yeah. he was so smooth. And now there is one thing I I did like Nikhil Harry, and I had him as my wide receiver one. But during a draft, a rookie draft. I drafted Nikhil Harry at 105, and the guy who drafted A.J. Brown at 201 offered me A.J. Brown and a future second for Nikhil Harry. And I said, you know what? I don't have any A.J. Brown. I accepted oh, it. Oh, you bastard. I got A.J. Brown. I was happy. But, yeah. That I Yeah, that worked out. It did. But you know what didn't work out? My wide receiver. And that's Dante Moncrief. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought about him for mine, too. The mountain of Moncrief. Moncrief was my guy like if you guys go back and listen to the episodes mm -hmm. i loved dante moncrief i thought he was it he is gabe davis before gabe davis was even born like that's my comparison Don't because that's davis that no it it is it's spot on he never caught four touchdowns he did he caught more than four touchdowns in one game not in a game but well, i think he caught three didn't heart. he I think he caught three in a game. I could I swear. All might have had, maybe. All right. Yeah, you should you should Google it because I swear he did. Because the hype was real. Like I wasn't the only one. John Bosch was on it. Doug was I, on it. I love Moncrief. We're Doug, laying next to each other, dead yes, on the hill, holding we, hands. We are dead on this hill together. Yeah. Holding it. Well, I don't know if they're hands, but <laughs> at this point they're just bones. It <laughs> yes. Like yeah. it, it could have been like we looked at each other kind of like a day after tomorrow. We're like, bye, Doug. 
goodbye, and then we just evaporated. And I didn't give up the ghost. I held on to him until the bitter end. Yeah, like, that was that was a tough one. So and he's a he, patriot on special teams. Oh man, he looked so so good. I thought he was it, and he was an electric athlete out of Ole Miss, if you can remember that. But Moncrief was it. I still love him. Yeah, Moncrief's a tough one. Let's move to tight end before we get out of here. James, who you got? Uh, my tight end is Cole Komet. And yes, I know he's still TBD. rather young and TBD, right? But with all these new tight ends coming in this year, I've realized that maybe we put too much faith in the Hawkinson and Cole Komet jar of type of tight end. When, when they were coming out, they were supposed to be elite out the gate tight ends and it just never seems to happen that way you know mark andrews a later round pick boom blows up travis kelsey later round pick boom blows up we're still waiting for cole Komet, and i would have thought that this season may have been it but they added another target in dj Moore. you know they'll have a healthier darnell mooney coming back i i don't not see chase claypool and no, yeah it's not chase claypool for sure um, I, I, we'll be lucky if they make if he makes the roster. I believe if he's well, still he's got he's got to remember he's on the team before he can make the roster. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. What's a playbook? But uh, well, I mean, even last Canadian? year, Cole Komet. I mean, he had a little boost in French. production. Finishes tight end seven. We, oui. but oui. I don't re- I don't really see him repeating that option. You know, with the limited passing that happens in the bears offense with Justin Fields, just running all over the place. I can't see his ceiling being much higher than tight end seven. So you're drafting him where you're getting him. And that's never what you want to do in dynasty. You want to see that stock rise. And it with, with other tight ends that are going around the same area, the Dalton Kincaid, the Sam Laporta, I'd rather try with a younger guy that had a little bit more uh, oomph, Tyler, there it uh, is. coming into the NFL, drink, then then Cole Komet, and uh, it it seems like I'm just cooling on him. I'm cooling on Cole, and uh, he's you are very like you're, hot you're, on him now. You're are you cool, Komet? It's <laughs> so cold. Hey, it's Father's it's Day. I'm making terrible. dad jokes out here. Okay, Those I'm are. staying on theme. Terrible. Staying on theme. I don't have a commitment. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was good. <laughs> I am uh, my tight end. I originally put none because I don't miss. It's not true. I miss on tight ends, but I hit way more than I miss. But I'm going to give you one that I still have rostered in a ton of leagues. I was my flag was planted so far. I hit the center of the earth. Njoku. On David and Joku. Yes. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Jersey represent. I think in Joku He's what, 26 years old? He's still I think he's like 24 still. He's still <laughs> mad young. He's been paid. Is this the year Njoku approaches top five tight end? I don't know. I hope so. This is an evergreen evergreen sentence. Sounds like a hot Doug. take episode. Uh, this maybe. is an evergreen sentence from maybe. Doug. Uh, but I'm going to go with Njoku because the draft capital, I spent multiple end of the firsts on David Njoku. I was so into Njoku. And I did move him in a couple of leagues. I cashed out because I wanted to diversify my bonds. I went to Wu-Tang Financial. They were like, look, you got to diversify your bonds. I'm like, cool, I'll do it, Riza. Let's move some over here, invest it in some other into something else. But David Njoku's mine. I still have hopes like James has for Cole Komet. Um, so David Njoku would be mine. Oh, where to start for me? It makes do a I lot start? of sense with David Njoku, too, because start? of the Elijah Moore thing coming in. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really going to be 
tough, tough sledding ahead for Njoku to, to maintain that top we five be. tight end uh, price that you paid so many years ago. So where do I start? Do I start in the beginning where Tyler Eifert? Austin Hooper? Tyler Eifert. You know, somebody who he I was good for a couple of years, you know, for a year injuries. And I remember starting him and I was like, he didn't get a touchdown. Oh, cool. Hayden Hurst. Maybe. These four points are great. Do I do I go Irv Smith? That's an option who Ooh, that's a good one. I, I absolutely loved guy from Alabama. This guy's he's like, done. He's Zippy. like a receiver. Now he's getting more hype from Cincinnati. I go yeah. that route. I could go Kyle Pitts, who hasn't really panned out, even though he had the historic rookie season. Which, that's the reason why I'm not going there. But there's one guy that stands out. One. One guy that defeats them all. O.J. Howard. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, very yes. good. Very good. That O.J. is o. way J. past expiration date. O.J. Howard Don't was drink it. the dude I loved. I was not pasteurized. 108. 108 in non-tight end premium yeah. leagues. After those running backs dried up. I was taking him. And once Joe Mixon was gone, I'm like, give me O.J. Howard. Let's go. This guy is going to be the next big thing. He could run like a gazelle. This guy is so fast. But guess what? He just forgot to catch. <laughs> he and run. Not. It he was like It was like he couldn't pat his belly and tap his head at the same time. He couldn't catch the ball and run at the same time. He had to stop, catch. Oh, shit, what do I do? Yeah, it was an awful scene. He flamed out. And it looked like he was going to revive his career a little bit with uh, the Bills. He had a little bit of hype. Then he went to what, the Texans? Yep. Then he went to the Texans, and he, he showed up in the Texans. I think he's still a Texan. No, he's a Raider. He's, he's a, Raider. a Raider? Okay, never he mind. Moved to the Raiders, he's, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. You don't even know where he is anymore. <laughs> you're like, what? You don't know where you're getting your OJ from. So That, that was is... supposed to be the awesomest tight end class in sliced bread. Najoku. He's like angry. the orange juice from from concentrate so the frozen I'm, can that we i'm had happy that we hit this because, because i know james is an ingram guy doug is an ijoku guy and i was an oj howard guy and you know what the tri-force james, of james is james is laughing at us all through the aisles and you know what i didn't even mention austin hooper because i don't want to even talk about his slow running ass because it would be worthless he made jason witten look fast it did that one catch when he was a falcon when it was like he went 80 he, yards or whatever it was the slowest play known to man like looking at my watch like is this play like right? how they clock players in like oh he hit 23 miles an hour it's like you're watching four. you're watching red zone you see you see austin hooper catch the ball and by the time that's done like four other players in the yes. nfl scored and they then got austin backed hooper up finally scores they got backed up they're like okay now we got to hit what other things happen <laughs> right, cut away cut away we'll get back to it yeah scott hansen's like come Mark on Ingram guys let's they come back down. from commercially still running on the field yeah scott hansen is like come on guys we can't do this anymore no more it's austin like hooper highlights when you run north to south like to weave it, it was it was it was bad but yeah tight ends we all have their misses you know what luke musgrave will probably be a miss for me but i still am holding hope uh, hope for this class i know doug's got laporta in this class yep kincaid is just everybody's love and uh, Mayer be the guy mayor who is a, the notre dame guy i absolutely love last year i was talking all about it's probably like doug said gonna be the guy that hits and is the dude that is just the 700 for seven and is a tight, tight, end end. One. tight end one <laughs> That's all, you need. all the opportunity no competition like oh, he's got oj howard and austin hooper on the team come oh. on now yeah so and and i, I want to hit one defensive player just for fun um Deion jones for the atlanta I um, thought I thought the world good for many he years. He was so good. good for a while. And then he was an LB one for like five years. Milk carton. 
Just <laughs> if, he got hurt, went to Cleveland. Now he's not even signed. Are we are we sure that the whole Thanos Avengers thing wasn't real and he wasn't one of the ones that just, he just disappeared? didn't come back after that movie <laughs> just, came out? Like he came back. He's on a team now, I think, or was, but he was on Cleveland. They traded him to Cleveland, and I don't think he's been picked up by anybody. Yeah. So yeah, he he could have been one that got snapped. You could put Keanu Neal on there too. Oh, I loved Keanu Neal. Damn it. He left Atlanta and he's been bouncing around like. How about I give you one? Linebacker. I give you one Falcon better. I had his jersey, Vic Beasley. <laughs> Fifteen and a half sacks. Sack I mean, we leader. We go back a like, sack. like a Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy Shockey was legit. Was good, great, though. and then fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, but I he know. was also older. He had great years. You can't mention somebody who had great years before and just fell off. I feel you. All right, let's wrap well, this like thing Kyle up. like Kyle Pitts did last year? Hey, oh, hey historical oh. Kyle Pitts. Puts he had a respect. historical car crash. All Whoa. it needs to do is happen once to be historical. We're not talking Kellen Winslow. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm a soldier. All right, let's uh, let's move it on and wrap this thing up. We've gone over, but we're having fun, and that's all that matters. I hope you had fun, too while you've been listening. Like I said, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Go on Apple iTunes. Please don't leave a review of this particular episode unless it's a positive one. Please Do thank it. you in advance. Do it now, you sissy boy. <laughs> do it. Who's your daddy? Um, put cock all over you if you do. <laughs> what does he do? Boy, DHHR coming in hot. Uh, before here. we wrap up, I did want to tell you about Dynasty Nerds. Go to DynastyNerds.com. Support Rich and Team. You can sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH. You get 15% off of any subscription. There's a trade calculator. You get an extra episode a week. You get a prospect film room, scores, Dynasty GM, all sorts of awesome stuff in there. And then Verdian Global, like uh, like James said, it's 85 degrees in Jersey. I need a new T-shirt. So I'm going to go to Verdian Global. I'm going to search in Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm buying a new T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and do that. Buy a hat. Do all the things. Uh, it's great to have all these awesome sponsors on our podcast tyler wants to pipe up and cut me off before you leave like he always does so tyler go cut, right ahead i didn't cut you off i raised you my hand waiting. like a good like a good boy but i actually I raised my hand first but i yeah, do want to say i do want to say uh dynasty you. nerds i am testing out their app i'm beta testing their app you guys are you going to be the master smooth clean this thing is quick it is nice like i'm going to be on this a lot this offseason it's already available for apple I'm testing it for Android. It's working very smooth. I helped them out with a couple of kinks. And uh, yeah, like this thing's going to be ready or... to roll very, very soon. It is awesome. All right. Quick little plug here. I will be on the <laughs> Front Yard Fantasy podcast on Thursday this week, 3 p.m. Who's uh, Eastern Standard Time. Front Yard Fantasy. That's uh, If it's not in the backyard, I don't want it. On the YouTube. <laughs> It's on is the it Shane Vereen still back there, Doug? I, I think so. Shane Vereen <laughs> is on Moncrief, Front Yard okay. Fantasy. Um, no, it's great time there. They do like a game show setting, 3 p.m. If you want to have some fun, talk some fantasy football, I'll be there cooking it up on Thursday. In the Thank front you. yard. In the front yard. Not awesome. Don't come Thank in the you. back. Check Bro. your cock. <laughs> Check your this cock. This is how we became out. fathers. This whole talk is how we became fathers in the first place. So... Just do the opposite of us if you don't want to have kids. That's all I'm saying. So with that being said, for me, for James, for Tyler, this has been the Dynasty Happy Hour. DHHR will be giving us a call after this, I'm sure. And uh, maybe we'll clean it up next week. We'll see what happens. But thank you for joining us. Happy Father's Day and Stepfather's Day to all you uh, fathers of all the things out there. We appreciate you and uh, for listening and spending your time with us. And I hope you had a great Father's Day. We'll see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.